Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 166. We are just, uh, you know, as it does, I've said this numerous times, just keeps getting up there, keeps going up and up and up. Yeah. Every time we uh, log in and uh, every time I say play the fucking intro, I've been on track of how many times I see it, but that just means another episode in the book. Another one in the books. Yes. Uh, a lot of great stuff, as always. Uh, a lot of great stuff happening out there in the world. If you sift through all the bullshit that is negativity out there, still good things happening out there. And uh, a lot of that is bands are still putting out music. Got to love that. Uh, real quick, we'll go over a, a list of bands. Is any any bands or anything you're looking forward to or that has come out, Eric? Well, one has come out that is a... On this list, I'm not going to foil it yet, but I've been giving them quite a bit of a listen. Uh, there's also uh, the new Year of a Knife album that they've been they've been teasing with a few singles. I've been listening to them, thinking if they're worthy to be put on the show. Awesome. So far, I think. <laughs> right. But yeah, there's a lot of good stuff, and some of it's going to be coming up in the next couple of episodes as well. So yes. Some bands are hinting at new material with some single teasers (laughs) absolutely a lot of good stuff a lot of good stuff out there uh real quick list that i have compiled the new stuff on june 20th executors put out a split with male patterns vice squad on the 22nd put out visolation uh volume one talked about that a little bit last episode where they went through some of their other tracks uh, did some acoustic versions. They're going to be doing three of those, and I think that had three or four tracks on there. Uh, so they plan to do a few more uh, isolations. And then Counterparts put out on June 20th, Pure Forms of Pain. Liberty and Justice put out Halfway Home single. Uh, that, I think, concluded uh, the, their singles that they were released. They released a, a few singles in June, and they're donating those to a local charity there in Houston, all the money that they raise off those singles. Battery Humans on June 24th, they released the track, or the album, sorry, Harvest. The band Fallen Monuments released the track Not Enough. That's a single on June 24th. Liberty and Justice also released a split with Favel, F-A-V-L, out of Italy, not sure exact release date, but they're about June 20th right now. I think you can only get it on vinyl. The Decline on the 26th put out I'm Not Gonna Lie to You. The Venomous Pinks put out I Want You. It's an EP. They put it out on the 26th. Also on the 26th, the Reckless Upstarts with No Spirit EP. Look for, if you don't listen to it between now and next week, I'm definitely going to be playing a track off of it on the next episode along with noise put out two singles lost and price we pay they put those out on june 26th and we'll be playing one of those as well next week too bone crusher put out on the 29th they put out the quarantine sessions on the first 
that's today. The Raging Nathans put out a split with Starter Jackets, uh, Cabron, Cabronix, C-A-B-R-O-N-X-S, with the same, that's the name of the band. They put out self-titled EP. They're, they're out of Mexico. That was a good one. I listened to that earlier today. Houston and the Dirty Rats released a new single called Froyline today. Ills on the 3rd will be releasing Curse. Geld will be releasing Beyond the Floor. And the Real Mackenzies will be releasing Beer and Loathing. Dits will be releasing Five Songs. That's the name of it. It's called Five Songs. I assume there's probably going to be five songs there. Much the same will be releasing, releasing Quitters Never Win. And there will also be a tribute to Revenge of the Psychotronic Man. Uh, that's put out. On, that's a compilation, and that's put out on Toxic Watson Records. There, out of the UK, about six bands. Band we play, Matilda Scoundrels, on this show. They did a, uh, one of the covers of those. The the band Revenge of the Psychotronic Man. So again, all of those on July third, and this is the last that I've seen posted anyway from Bandcamp. Uh, the Friday anyway, July third, where they're waving. Fees, their band camp fees, so bands will make more money for the, the music of theirs that you purchase. So if you got any purchases coming up, any of these releases that you're interested in, or anything else you've been holding off on, including that fundraiser compilation that we put together to help Eric pay for some medical bills, all of that, yep. go look for that on July 3rd. We've just had like three or four purchases of that just within the last week or so, and it's been two months since it's been released, so few more purchases there keep purchasing uh i'm gonna leave it on there it, it's really great and some of those tracks you're not even gonna be able to find anywhere a lot of those have now finally been released a lot of them we released the compilation before they'd been released including one from the reckless upstarts uh but you know that one's now been released but there's still other tracks on there that you're not going to find anywhere else uh couple more that we're going to talk about real quick on that list. Uh, all these on, are on July 10th. Radio Hate is releasing A Better Way. Stay tuned for the next episode for more about that one. Definitely looking forward to that release. Spirit World will be releasing Pagan Rhythms. Pisser release will be releasing Crushed Down to Paste. That was pretty good. I was listening to that earlier today. Uh, they have two tracks you can listen to already on Bandcamp, and I checked both those out. That one's a good one. And then Rise, R-E-I-Z, is going to be releasing Das Kind Word, or Verd, Ein, Erfolg. <laughs> I've probably got that all sorts of screwed up, but uh, go check it out, R-E-I-Z. That'll be coming out on the 10th. Eric, tell us which one you were talking about. Uh, the one that I've been talking about, uh, let's see, a little overdue on this one as this came out on the 19th of last month, and it's a band I played on here quite a few times, and labeled as one of my favorites, it's the Chromag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right now it's uh, basically common knowledge that since uh, Harley got the name uh, Chromag back uh, a couple of years ago and has been working on a new album. That album finally got released, uh, like I said, just last month. The album In the Beginning. Awesome. Yeah, we already played a couple of songs from there that uh, were released as teaser singles. And when I got the whole album, I was like, okay, I know I want to uh, play something from here and kind of celebration of the official release. Right. But 
Man, the tracks were like, I think it was like a 17-song album. Yeah, there was a lot to choose from. Oh, yeah, a lot to choose from. I was trying to think of of one that really stood out, something that wasn't a song I had already played before, and uh, that wasn't one of the weirder ones, because the album had a couple of couple of weird songs there was a there was an instrumental track on there there was one where ah man it was kind of a uh it was basically harley taking a uh taking a a step in rapping in a song pretty much and it was just talking about uh reminiscing on what you left behind when you went to prison pretty much interesting i'll have to go check that one out (laughs) yeah I mean, whole album is worth checking out, but the one that really stood out to me as this was kind of a, I kind of caught caught the vibe that Harley was trying to relive the experience of writing the first album, which was Age of Quarrel, and trying to recapture some of that energy and just uh, uh, make it for the modern world to hear. Okay. And while there were a lot of were a lot of songs that were feeling like, oh, this is Age of Quarrel on repeat, <laughs> just for uh, modern times. It's, uh, this one really felt like it was uh, uh, kind of becoming its own while also holding on to the past and also just like spreading out a little bit. And that was the song, One Bad Decision. It had a lot of great speed, a lot of great energy, and just a, a sheer form of catchiness. Especially, and that's really what you want in a hardcore song. You don't want everything to sound the same, especially if you've got vocals like Harley where he's just got that little gruff sound. Right. Yeah, you got to do a bunch, uh, you kind of got to work extra hard to make the chorus stand out. And this one, I think, excellently does that. So why don't we give it a listen? Give it a bit of, uh, give it a bit of time in our ears. Let's do, I'm ready for the first track. Here it goes. One bad decision.
All right. That's an interesting ending there. Yeah. <laughs> it's it cool. I was like, huh, that could easily be considered an album closer. Yeah, just with that little ominous scene in the background, but he's still got a lot more to say afterwards. And uh, yeah, I still don't really have a solid opinion on the album, even though I've listened to it as as much as I have. Okay, but but yeah, what I can say is like there's a a lot more of a metal vibe on this than. I don't know, really any of the Chromag's records, even when they were going like straight crossover, you know, there was like a lot of, yeah, a, and a lot of uh, Motorhead worship on this one, it feels like. Some of the riffs and stuff sound like they could have been lifted from any Motorhead song. Oh, cool. And funny is there's actually a song, which I played uh, a few months ago from this album that actually features the former Motorhead guitarist. Imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> he almost cited Motorhead as, as Lemmy, at least as one of his uh, most insp- inspirational and inspiring bass players that he based his style off of. That's awesome. So, so yeah, definitely go check out the whole album, see what you think about it. It's been getting a lot of love from its uh, fans, but haven't really looked into much of a. Uh, uh, critiques about it, but I'm pretty sure a critique might be coming from me. So. <laughs> Excellent. We'll look forward to that. Uh, yep. In the beginning, that was the album. Just barely came out like two weeks ago on the 19th. Yep. Yeah, two weeks old. Still yes. considered new. <laughs> definitely new. It's definitely some new stuff. It's some new stuff that's a little older, but it's still new. Came out in April. Uh, we got two new tracks. Both came out in April. First one here is the Sewer Rats, and they are from Cologne over there in Germany. They released the album Magic Summer. It's cool artwork. It's got, you know, cartoon graphic on it. Uh, you know, just goes with the, the name there, Magic Summer. Uh, I think that turned out great. Uh, I've been looking to play this one. I've kind of pushed it off a couple times just because other things have come up that I've really wanted to get on. And so now I'm glad that I finally have it here we're going to play it on the show now uh just came out two months ago so april 30th mid quarantine or thereabouts let's listen to the track from the album there magic summer the track is called rejuvenate yes running up is a problem it's time to rejuvenate
that's Rejuvenate from Sewer Rats. Uh, we don't play a lot of skate punk on the show, or at least not enough, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're, I don't know. We're kind of uh, attributing to the non-existence of skate punk in that way. <laughs> right. Right. It, yes. It does still exist. It still exist. Yes. And when I come across some good skate punk, I'm definitely going to throw it on the show. And I think the, the Sewer Rats did a great job. I like Magic Summer. Uh, and that particular track, what do you think? Neither of us listen to skate punk on a regular basis, uh, probably lower on the list as far as the, the genres and subgenres of punk go. So for you, what did you think? Yeah, for me, I thought it was uh, like most skate punk. I found it fun. I found it catchy. Uh, one of the things that really pulled me in on this one was the, that melody that was just following the guitar riffs. Awesome, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was just so over the phone. It sounded like another instrument for a minute, but I'm like, no, that sounds like a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So everybody, yeah, keep so in mind funny. if you if you're not aware that Eric's joining us by phone based on the vo- the audio alone, <laughs> then yes, Eric's on the phone, so he's talking to us on the phone, and he's also hearing everything we're doing through the phone. So the audio might not sound as crystal clear as you get to hear it when you pull up the podcast. Yeah, it does. It does come across clear enough, you know, Good. enough for me to like listen and get some uh, get some ideas on it. Good, and that's that's really what you do when you listen to new music. Absolutely. And speaking of new music, let's play one more before we move on from new music on this show. This band is called oh. Youth on Drugs. So, had you heard of? You know, obviously, I've heard of Cro-Mags. I had heard of Cro-Mags before we started playing them uh, when the new stuff was coming out. So. Yes, both of us aware of Cro-Mags. Are you, had you heard of the band The Sewer Rats, and have you heard of the band Youth on Drugs? I have heard of The Sewer Rats. Okay. Fortunately, I don't think I've ever heard of Youth on Drugs. Well, Youth on Drugs, they're from Hamilton in Ontario, up there in Canada. They're on the record label Lockdown Records. They just released a, a compilation within the last month or so, one of those quarantine compilations. Uh, and this was also released, but I didn't come across this release. I don't think they released it on Bandcamp anyway until like the last week or so. But the official release date, I believe they have listed anyway, is April 20th. So for 2020. And they released the album called No Slow Tempos. So they made ah. the, the, the album cover kind of looks like a fucked up box of cereal or something like that <laughs> and the album's called no slow tempos uh i i think you know based on shit that's going on in the world today and even sometimes getting a little serious on on the show about you know briefly talking about things trying not to spend too much time on that every once in a while you just need something that is fun and this track is fun i picked the one with the funnest name to say the name of the track is Doug Ford is the worst drug dealer I've ever had. <laughs> so here's for uh, a minute 25 of fun. Let's check it out.
that's a great release. The the no slow tempos there from Youth on Drugs. You should definitely check it out. Fun track right there. Again, it's called Doug Ford is the worst drug dealer I've ever had. It's probably one of the longest song titles I've had the the privilege to announce here on the show. <laughs> it's like now the show's going to be an extra minute longer. <laughs> yes, yeah, just saying the name. Again, those guys are from Hamilton up there in Ontario. Uh, Youth on Drugs. The whole album's really good. They kind of have that ska, but kind of ska vibe. Like it has the ska sounds, but not necessarily uh, the ska vibe, if you know what I mean. Like it, I'm not trying to say it's not ska. It just has that really cool punk sound, but it kind of has you know some of those instruments that we associate with the ska sound. Right. What'd you think okay. of that one minute and 25 seconds? Oh, I think it's got out what I needed to say in that time. Yes. But yeah, I see what you mean by it sounding really fun. I was like, oh. Really... I mean, it does sound like a fun song, but at the same time, you can just tell these the singer himself, he's pissed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if you think about that, if you put yourself in somebody's shoes just for the song title alone, yeah, you're probably a little angry. But fun nonetheless. That wraps up the new songs. That was Youth on Drugs. We did Sewer Rats. We did Cro-Mags. Let's do some older or lesser known things. What do you have? Uh, well, I've got uh, something in a little of uh, both categories. It is a relatively new song because it came out of... Uh, it came out in 2019, but on the tail end of it. It came out in December. Right. And it was from the band Dare. Yeah, just like those, uh, just like that school program to try to get us off drugs. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and and they are, in fact, a uh, straight edge band. They're from, yeah, they're from the mighty OC, you know, Orange yes. County, California. Yep. Yeah, the home of so many great bands coming out, and this is one of the latest. Excellent. And they've been around for a while. They've released a couple of a uh, couple of EPs, which I listen to as well. And the uh, the newest one that they have released right now is their uh, "Welcome to the OC," which is a single. has a uh, only has three songs on it. That's including an intro too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, every EP they released had an intro just an instrumental song maybe just one line said here or just some uh, just some chant or anything like that <laughs> so they're pretty and the songs themselves are really short some of i think the longest one i saw was about two and a half minutes i could be wrong on that but most of their stuff go to about a minute and a half yep this one right here is 155 yeah you know and basically if you're a fan of like uh of like Minor Threat, Inside Out, you know, those old school, straight edge, hardcore bands. These guys are like keeping that spirit alive through their through their music. They're keeping it like a very straightforward, hardcore punk with like maybe some chuggy breakdowns and some uh, uh, downstroking, two-stepping stuff to get the new realm of hardcore kids inside because that's the stuff they, that's the stuff that I've seen them all relate to. Awesome. Uh, but anyway, the song that really stared that stood out to me through all of them was this one, which is, again, something that drew me in because of the song title. It's Dare to Be. And that's all one word. We have the word dare, the number two, and then B-E. Dare to be. 
yet dare to be. Oh man, it just sounds like '90s already. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, but overall, the song is really good. I thought it was a, I thought it was a smasher. I was like, oh, I can see some kids getting, getting their teeth knocked out, maybe uh, through stage dives and maybe a spin kink that just went too high. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's what I see when I listen to uh, this song, but let's see what you feel when you listen to it. Let's do, here it goes, Dare to Be from Dare. fantastic oh yeah i love it when hardcore bands really utilize the bass and just give it its own own spotlight right and i think that was that uh, what you said about the 90s i mean that was more specific to the song title but even that sound with the bass kind of reminds me of some of that music that you would have heard in the 90s not not necessarily the whole sound that we were getting out of that but the the bass specifically yeah yeah i could see that there was a lot of emphasis on bass in a lot of the 90s bands. We're going to get more of that. Like when Les Claypool was taking over the world. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And the, the album that I, I have for this episode is one of those mid-90s New York hardcore bands. And we'll get to that when the time comes. But yes, the, the exactly what you're describing there. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of callback, not necessarily to just uh, one era, even though that's the one. The late '80s, as I could see this band uh, really attributing to. I mean, like I said, bands like uh, Inside Out and Minor Threat kind of came out of that time, so we see that. But they're modernizing it; they're kind of keeping it, kind of keeping it essential to the youth of today, as it were. Right. Well, it's good stuff. I like. I think uh, good straight edge bands, right? The good straight edge hardcore bands, great sound, and that one right there 
same thing. It was good, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. Uh, I also picked a hardcore band as well. So uh, this is a cool sound. The band that I picked for the older, lesser known, uh, the band is called 12 Times Over. They're from Burlington, or were from Burlington, Vermont. So over our uh, Punkanoi Worldwide, uh, when I did an, a specific episode that played a bunch of Vermont and New Hampshire bands, and if you want to go back and listen to that episode, just go listen to the Punk Noir Worldwide podcast at New Hampshire, Vermont. It was episode number 24, came out in February. Uh, that's where I came across this band, and, and specifically from Eric. Eric Sherman, he, did, he was drummer in this band, still very active uh, out there right now, but he shared a, a bunch of great Vermont and uh, that area of bands, because obviously that's where he's from, helped make it a, a really great episode, I thought. And so when in my vehicle the other day, I always have the iPod on shuffle, and 12 Times Over came across, and this track right here, Gravity, this is not the one I played. I played a different track. Uh, it was the title track, Burning Inside, because it was the Burning Inside EP. So uh, that was what I played over on Punkanoi Worldwide. Here it's Gravity. Again, they are were from Burlington. They were a band uh, for about, what, four or five years, 94 to 98. They self-destructed, and... Uh, the songs are still there. Eric, thanks, Eric. Uh, I wanted to play them over here too. Uh, really cool when I heard this track because I'm not always looking at the display. I was like, oh shit, this one's great. What is this? Looked over, I was like, oh yeah, 12 times over. And this was just last week. I thought, all right, I'm going to get this on the show. So without more speaking of it, let's just listen to it. This one, uh, four minutes. So see you on the other side of four minutes. This is Gravity from the band 12 Times Over. Alright.
for a track that's over 24 years old, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's nearly as old as you. <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. Um, I mean, they still, still a bit younger, just yeah, by a year. <laughs> right? Yeah, this came out uh, May 1st, 96, kind of right in that middle of the, the, the band's era, that 94 to 98, that's when 12 times over existed. But go out and check it out, because the like I said, and like they will say, uh, the band may not exist, but the songs still do. Uh, you can go check out 12 Times Over. That was Gravity and off of the Burning Inside EP. Eric, we're going to talk about a band who has disbanded. That's been happening a lot, you know, and we've, we've talked about mm. off and on and throughout the, the period of the show, and it really seems to come in clusters. Not sure why, because there's, there's a couple bands, we're, and we're going to kind of take this portion of the show and at least highlight a couple bands over the next couple weeks. This week is going to be the Harrington Saints. They just posted yesterday, and I'm going to read you a quick quote from it. It says, We've come to the rather sad conclusion that after 15 years together, we will no longer be moving forward with Harrington Saints. So we are hanging up the boots as Harrington Saints anyway, and realizing we are all in different places in our lives at the moment. We are fortunate to go out on our own terms, shake hands, and remain friends. There's, there's more to it if you want to see more information and, and such, but it's a lot of thanking people along the way. Uh, I want to thank them, especially Daryl. Daryl's been on uh, SLC Punkcast twice. First time that we had Daryl on the show was back in February of 2018, episode 35.5 to be specific and talked about Harrington Saints stuff on this show period we've probably played just about as much Harrington Saints as any other band if not more and 
Uh, we also did a Harrington Saints specific special episode back in September of last year because Harrington Saints were coming here to play, and they did. And I want to at least be appreciative. I'm appreciative because they haven't played quite as many shows, at least not touring and such, for quite a few years. But they've been doing shows, just kind of one-offs or weekenders. And they came out here to Salt Lake City this past fall, and that was awesome. And then I was also able to see them like a month or so later in Oakland at that Rock the Ship which was also awesome. So really happy to get to see those guys. Before they hung it up, maybe they'll get together in the future. You know, they aren't uh, the youngest of fellers. So, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll get together for some of those rebellion festivals in like five years or ten years or maybe sooner, hopefully sooner. Punk rock bowling, you know, the getting the bands who haven't played together in a while back together, that's usually an attraction or three or five or how many ever they can round up so uh yes bay area band harrington saints they are no more as harrington saints and so by the way they worded that as harrington saints anyway that sounds like you know maybe some of the guys in the bands will do other things and uh it's always a bonus when that happens you know strike first is a a band that's coming you know rising out of the ashes of the band ddc and I've heard all the music that they're going to be putting out this year, and it's so phenomenal. So sometimes there is a silver lining. Sometimes something phenomenal does come out of something that saddens us, and this saddens me greatly because I love Harrington Saints. Yeah. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. It sucks to see them go. And coming from my perspective, I've known them for – less than a year and after first listen i just uh took to them thought it was absolutely amazing music they were that right. they were putting out and now i regret even more missing that show when they came to salt lake right yeah you never know i mean that obviously this year is not a great year for this example but when bands tour especially and it really doesn't make a difference i mean just that last band was only together four years so if you like a band and you can make it do don't think oh well i'll catch them on the next one because you never know when it there won't be a next one yeah that's true you know i never i i think i've lost count of how many times i've done that never learned my lesson (laughs) right it happens and so get out there and see him even if you've seen him five times if it's somebody that you saw five times then you probably want to see him a sixth and like i say if it's something you can make you should, because you never know when you can't. Let's play a track in tribute of a great band, Harrington Saints. It's off of their newest release, which was Thousand Pounds of Oi. They released that last year, May 10th, so it's a little over a year. It's hard to imagine that uh, that record is a little over a year old, but I remember at Punk Rock Bowling last year, I was wearing my Harrington Saints Thousand Pounds of Oi shirt and uh, got my vinyl for Pirates Press Records around that time as well. So time flies sometimes. Sometimes it seems that way. But off of that record, we are going to play the track now more than ever. And if there's not a better time to play it than now, I don't know when is. So now more than ever, this is Harrington Saints. Yeah. Hey. 
such a great record. If you haven't heard that record yet, people get out there and hear that one. And if you haven't, then you don't listen to this show enough because I think we've played at least half of the tracks off of that record since last year in May. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. And the, their records prior. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, for sure, all the ones prior. I, I've looked back, and we've probably played – 15 tracks total now somewhere in that neighborhood uh, of Harrington Saints. So many great releases. That one is obviously no exception. Such a cool track, such a great album. The track again, now more than ever, the album Thousand Pounds of Oi, and that is Harrington Saints, and that's a wrap on Harrington Saints. Doesn't mean that'll be the last time we play them, but uh, they are no longer a band. That's so unfortunate. I knew at one point I would be appreciating the Thousand Pounds of Away album more than what it's worth right now. Right. I just didn't think it would be so soon. Exactly, right? I did not either. When I saw that yesterday, I thought, what a bummer. And then today I saw another one, and we'll talk about that. It's a different band. Uh, we'll talk about that one next week, but uh, just so bummed out. Two days in a row and two bands, and I've been staying off social media quite a bit so i don't know if there's some other ones that uh i've missed but hopefully 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 not not a lot you know it's it's tough during times like this and especially who who knows why but maybe political views or maybe they're just at that point or who knows you know it could be family financial for whomever and i'm not speaking specifically of harrington saints just bands in general that might be unfortunately disbanding at the moment yeah happens so often so many we don't even get to hear about (laughs) yes and for ddc i I knew you know about the time that i knew they disbanded is like the same day they announced uh strike first and within like a week or two i was listening to stuff they'd already put together so obviously i think that was something that those guys might have been planning and that was a little less of a blow you know, when you know, oh, something, something cool is going to be coming of it, and you find out, yes, that's pretty fantastic. So uh, that one was an easier one to accept than the Harrington Saints one at the moment anyway. But uh, like they, they put on their Facebook post, it's uh, the end of Harrington, so they're hanging their boots up as Harrington Saints anyway. So yeah. maybe some of the other guys in the band's other projects – I know Daryl also does Suede Razors, so uh, I'm sure he'll continue to do that one. And hopefully all the other guys in the bands have cool projects that we can all enjoy as well. That wraps up that, though. Let's do some great cover-to-cover albums. Eric, what'd you pick and why'd you pick it? Uh, let's see, what did I pick? I picked something a little out of, uh, a little out of left field than what I usually get. I noticed. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, this uh, this band that I chose is a band called Bleach from Los Angeles. They uh, they are a band I discovered through uh, a job that I had working for the uh, Utah Chronicle when I was working in their media department and writing uh, uh, doing write ups of uh, bands that were coming through Salt Lake City at the time. And this band came came through, and they're like. Here, listen to this album, listen to this band, and uh, we can get you into their show for free. Uh, all right. <laughs> sounds like a plan. Yeah, yeah. What's that? I said, yeah, sounds like a plan. Yeah, that's the plan. That's <laughs> that's the style of work that I'm used to. Just do, do a write-up, and you get free music and a free entry. <laughs> Excellent. Can't complain there. 
Yeah. So it, at the time, it was a band I had uh, I had never heard about. They were they've been around for they've been around for a few years. They had formed in 2010, and and this I guess was their second album. I could be wrong on that, but it was the album that I was supposed to listen to, and went and listened to it, and it was something I was not even expecting. They are. They do have a punk rock sound, something I, I guess coming from Los Angeles, something that kind of resonates with uh, the band X. But yeah. having a bit more of a having a bit more of an alternative feel, kind of a letting the let's see, kind of letting the vintage sound show a lot more in their music, and also the lead singer, she has a lot of uh, uh, not a lot, but she embraces the reverb in her voice, making it sound. Uh, making it sound more full and more like uh, two people or maybe three people are singing, but the vintage sound kind of uh, rubs that out a little bit. It makes it, makes it sound natural. And I always found that really interesting in their music. Awesome. I only heard a yeah. little bit of it just to make sure I was getting the right stuff. And when I heard it, I had to double check and verify a few times. Like, am I getting the right thing here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, first, First time hearing it, it's like, are you sure this is a punk rock band? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm sure. If you really listen, you can hear the, you can hear the agility, you can hear the, uh, the attitude even, and you can if you listen to the lyrics, they're talking about some pretty dark material stuff that you wouldn't hear in your average pop song. Awesome. At least at the time, you know. Now you're getting the, now you're getting a lot of dark stuff in uh, pop music, just some real downer songs, but. But yeah, the the stuff that I chose from the album, uh, uh, the album that was given to me, "Welcome the Worms," and they were, uh, yeah, and it's a packed album. And some of the songs, I'm like, okay, how do I find something that's uh, uh, that's adversely different from this first one I chose? But I'll get to that in a minute. The first one I got was the one that really latched on to me, and that was, and that actually turned out to be one of the more popular songs, one of their. Uh, runaway singles and it's sleepwalking and it's a song that kind of uh, uh kind of induces a mindset when uh like like in the post party and you're just like oh now the fun's over now i'm back to real life pretty much right yeah so it is kind of a it is kind of a downer song like i mentioned and yeah, but it's still just so hard not to dance to, not to sing along to. It kind of makes you feel happy, but the lyrics are just so dark. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the magic of uh, music like this. You, you kind of toy with your emotions in the best way possible. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's my sort of review on the song Sleepwalking. I think it's time we got to listen to it. Let's do. Let's uh, let's put your words to the sound. Yes.
there's the first one, and you're right. It does have that that punk vibe to it. When you're listening, when I was just you know briefly taking a listen, uh, I thought, okay, I got to make sure that this is the right one before I throw it on there. But everything lined up, so here it is, and there we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the it is the truth right there. <laughs> right, and it, it totally sounds like bands that I ever heard at you know big shows. So to be perfectly honest, I probably haven't been to a lot of shows where you know there's the one or two traveling bands and the two or three local bands. You know your typical formula, whatever it is. And I haven't heard a lot of bands at those shows that sound like this. But you go to your festivals like punk rock bowling, and you're definitely going to hear bands that sound like this. And it's uh, stuff like that that tries to get like a uh, like the additives of something that you wouldn't expect to listen to there. Right. Maybe this is a new sound that uh, that either you, the older generations, or the newer generation can really adhere to. And maybe it's on the cusp of something brand new. Definitely. And it definitely can be. It's good stuff. Yeah. So that was Sleepwalking. You have one more track. What's the other track? Uh, the other track. Yeah, this was a... It was something hard to choose because this was a... This is one that I feel... Uh, activates their slower capabilities like the like not exactly just going with that punk rock vibe but let's like let's turn it let's turn it back a little bit and just kind of uh play with your mind a little bit <laughs> and it and it worked on this one the song that i choose uh choose the one that i chose was a song called sour candy which is basically uh basically a drug trip okay yeah you know, because, you know, one of these these bands, you know, they're often, especially in these Los Angeles bands, they're known for being partiers and, you know, beat bumps, stuff like that, which is all fun stuff. And it does make for some pretty, yeah, pretty fun and pretty irreverent art that Excellent. comes out of them. So this is the one that I, and this is the one that I chose because it's like showing another side of, of the band. It's just like, yeah, we're... Yeah, we're still showing off that we know how to have a good time. We're not all Debbie Downers here. We're trying to, <laughs> we're like trying to keep this, uh, keep this positive vibe going, even if it is coming from a drug trip. But it is a lot of fun to listen to. Excellent. Especially lyrics. <laughs> that sounds great. So yeah, give it a, so yeah, we'll give it a spin and pay attention to the lyrics if you can. Excellent. Let's do it. Here it goes. Yeah.
I like the sound. I think that it's uh, somewhere in between, at least for that track specifically, somewhere in between new wave and alternative. I think it kind of yeah. has sounds of both. Yeah, it does. It's got those kind of glowy uh, background, uh, kind of synth sounding instrumentation. It's just kind of giving you, uh, and yeah, that mixed in with everything else. Like it just kind of gives you some mixed uh, ideas on what the song is actually about. It's kind of an interpretive thing. That's how I feel. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah, upon listening to the song and the lyrics again, it's just, uh, I know it sounds like she's just sitting there moping, but with me, the vibe that I got from this track is just kind of like her trying to talk herself into, you know, reaching out and trying stuff that she hasn't done before. Well, it but, was cool. It was good, uh, good choice. What made you decide to pick that one this week? Um, well, one of the things that I do is like when I'm uh, trying to decide an album, I'll look at my CD collection or my record collection. And then I found the bleached record that I had. And I was like, I forgot that I had this. And it was signed and everything. I was trying to remember when I got it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is when I saw them when the dams came through with them. Awesome. Yeah. So. Then I was looking at the songs on here, and they were all coming back to me. I said, oh, yeah, I remember this song. I rem okay, I got to listen to this again. Maybe this will be a valuable pick for this week. <laughs> and I listened to it, and I said, yep, it's going on there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so kind of a fun, natural way to uh, find the music of the, of the shows. I'll just sit and look and I just kind of think to myself, hey, if it was good enough to buy, then it's certainly good enough to be put on the podcast <laughs> right agreed it's good thinking <laughs> yeah, exactly well the one i picked about it yes yes uh the one i picked this week is sieve do you like sieve i do like sieve i will admit not as much as gorilla biscuits but i do like his uh solo stuff absolutely and to be honest i thought it was more solo too well three of the four guys actually i think every guy in Gorilla Biscuits did actually play in Civ at one point, but I think that it was three out of four guys that were from Gorilla Biscuits into Civ. But yes, it was named after the the vocalist for both bands, Anthony Civarelli. And I saw them. I actually had heard them before I heard Gorilla Biscuits. Not sure why, but that's just the way it worked for me. And I saw these guys perform, uh, you know, the Warp Tour mid '90s, like the year this one came out. So it was probably like Warp Tour '95. And well, no, it came out in October '95, so I probably saw Warp Tour '96. Um, they're from New York. If you're not familiar, just as Eric said, a uh, bunch of the guys in the band were also in Gorilla Biscuits. They disbanded as a band, so this was their. F I think this was their first album. Can't wait one minute more. Uh, no, that's the track. Sorry, that we're gonna get to in a second. Uh, Set your goals was the name of the album. I just got my vinyl copy. Uh, Pretty awesome. Stateline Records uh, back there in Boston has vinyl copies. So if you want to get yourself a vinyl copy of this, just go over to Stateline Records and you can find it there. That's where I got mine. Uh, so I was pretty excited to get this one on vinyl. Great album. Really good. They disbanded in 2000. They did do one video for this track that we're going to play right now, which is Can't Wait One Minute More. Uh, it's pretty awesome. And Lou Kohler of Sick of It All does guest vocals on this track. So listen for it let's do this track then we'll do one more 
Uh, here we go, because you can't wait one minute more. Good stuff there from Siv. Love the drum. I was able to uh, recognize Lou. Right? Yeah. He had a whole solo vocal performance right in the middle of the track. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. That is some good stuff, though. Old school Siv. Yes. (laughs) Such a good album. And like, uh, like you were talking about earlier, uh, you know, picking the great cover uh, cover albums. Sometimes just look through CDs, look through your records, and uh, this is just one of those ones where I've got a list and I've kind of deviated from the list. We get a lot of bands that share their music, and I want to get to those things too. And so some of these other things that I've got on a list just kind of I eventually get to. And this one I decided, oh, I'm going to get to this one this week. I'm surprised that I hadn't got to this album prior to but uh, there it is. It's for episode 166. Uh, this album is 25 years old. It's been out for a while. Eric, uh, it is almost as old as you. Almost. <laughs> uh, as far as I'm concerned, that album is still living with its parents. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's good stuff. Uh, let's do one more from this one, then we'll move on to some metal tracks. Uh, let's do So Far, So Good, So What. 
what a cool album. Uh, big fan of this album. It's uh, my record that I've got here, limited edition color, and 18 tracks, including the bonus track glue on there. 18 tracks on this one. Wow. Pretty standard length for a punk album, especially in that time. Right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, What's funny is when you said the name of the song, it was right after you said we'll get into the metal tracks, and then so far, so good, so what? I said, pretty sure I've heard that before. And it's the, <laughs> it is, it's the name of a Megadeth album. Nice. Yeah, no song called So Far, So Good, So What on their end. But they have a whole album called that. I'm like, are we just going to play that whole thing? <laughs> there you go. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Because that is not what you picked this week and is not what I picked either. Yeah. Well, they do cover a punk song on there. They do Anarchy in the UK. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, maybe that's a good track for us to play uh, on the metal here coming up in one of the next few episodes. Yeah, maybe so. That's so full of ideas. <laughs> right? Well, we got plenty of time. Maybe on 67 or 168, 169. Maybe one of those rings is something special to you that uh, that'll, you'll, you'll pick the Megadeth. I don't know. But yeah, maybe so. <laughs> let's play some metal now. What, what are you going to play for metal now? Oh, another new song. This is, uh, this is on the list of one of the new, uh, one of the new albums coming out from bands that I like that are that I'm excited about. And this is one of them. This is the band Primitive Man, who I wanted to play as a, as a metal pick on the show for some time now. But the problem is their songs are so damn long. They go on average from nine to about 15 minutes sometimes. (laughs) Well, this is a short one at seven minutes, 32 seconds in. Yes. And yes, this is what we consider short. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but Primitive Band is just uh, they're this huge doomy sludgy and just all around grim band uh, metal band from Denver and yeah, Denver's been been cranking out some pretty extreme metal down there and I'm loving it Awesome. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just eating it up as it, as it comes out and uh, Primitive Man I got to see them live a couple of times when they came up in uh, came up to Salt Lake and First time I saw them, I actually had to leave the venue because their sound was so loud and just so pummeling that I thought it was going to go deaf. Wow. <laughs> it was that it was that heavy. I remember I was not I was not privy to their existence. Like I didn't know who they were, and I asked one of my friends at the show. I said, "You like Primitive Man?" He said, "Yeah, they are pretty brutal." Oh yeah, yeah, they are actually the heaviest band in existence right now. Oh, okay. We'll see. Then they started playing. I said, okay, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, that's kind of what to expect on here. They are slow. They take time between their riffs. They, they just have drum beats that really sink into your body. That's as, that's as much as they play for tempo pretty much. And it's the, it's the original, it's the original sound you expect from like doom and sludge type bands, but Anyway, they are coming up with an album uh, scheduled to be hopefully released this year in uh, August called Emergent. And they just dropped a single last week of the opening track from their new album called The Lifer. 
sort of an interesting name. You'd say lifer, someone who's in it for life, maybe. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, it could be. That's a yeah, just one of those things about primitive man. They keep a lot of their lyrics shrouded in mystery. Like you can't some of the things you can't even really make out what he's saying. He's just screaming so hard and just so low. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like you got to have that translator right by you. It's like, yeah, this is what he's saying. But huh, maybe you guys will be able to figure something out. But it is a long song. I've talked a long time. I think we ought to get into it right now. <laughs>
that's definitely heavy. Yeah. That was a fair warning. Yes. <laughs> well, I think we can call this uh, episode the long song episode. <laughs> we played about two already. Yes, that was definitely the long song uh, episode. It was a cool track. I'm going to say less about this one. This one, <laughs> last track of the episode is going to be uh, Chemicide, or maybe it's Chemicide, but I think it's Chemicide. I'm going to call it Chemicide. The band is from San Jose, Costa Rica, and one reason why I'm playing them right now is I'm going to talk about the next episode for Punkanoi Worldwide is going to be all bands from Costa Rica. I'll be playing a bunch of bands on that episode, and the episode after that, uh, we'll still be like half bands from Costa Rica. So a bunch of stuff, Costa Rica. I came across this band while I was filling out the playlist for it. And they're very, I think they're a very metal band. And so they fit here. That's where I'm going to play them. They just released September 20th of 2019, their album Inequality. And the track that we are going to listen to, last track of the episode, the final metal of the day it's going to be Overload. So here is Chemicide. And you should go check out their album artwork. They have a couple out there. And the album artworks are, are really cool. I think that whoever they have do it because it looks like the same artist. Uh, really good good stuff. So coming out of San Jose, Costa Rica, this is Chemicide with Overload. <laughs>
And that was Kimicide with Overload. That's going to wrap it up. I really love that one. <laughs> Good stuff, right? I think that uh, people, you know, with, with Punkanoi Worldwide, I play just so much cool stuff, and I get to discover so much cool stuff. And I just recently started the, you know, Central South America journey, and I did the episode with Mexico and had so many awesome bands out of Mexico. And with a little help, uh, I, I'm going to get a lot of great Costa Rican bands uh, on an episode and a half. And there's just so much cool stuff out there. And I'm looking forward to all the other ones. I've got bands from tons of great bands, Colombia and Venezuela, Uruguay, and obviously Brazil. I'm going to have like another an, an episode of a, and a half worth of bands out of Brazil. So a lot of great stuff coming out of Central and South America. But that one right there, uh, Chemicide, is really cool. If you're into that type of metal, you should check it out and look for the hard copies because, you know, we don't talk about it enough, even though we talk about it on occasion, but the album, the artwork, the the buying the vinyl because it comes in that more artistic, you know, it's almost like a poster you can put on your wall if you if you choose to, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah. I think when bands do really great artwork like you'll see on the, the Chemicide, uh, it's really good quality stuff. And so check them out. I'm glad you liked it. I liked it. Uh, looking forward to sharing all these Costa Rican bands, and that episode will be coming out pretty soon, too. That'll be awesome. Look forward to that. Yes, yes. A lot of good stuff. And check out Chemicide. And if you're if Doom is your style there, then you definitely got to check out Primitive Man because, man, were they doomy. Oh, yeah. Again, they're just... They're just rolling down the Rockies like a giant fucking boulder avalanche. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's good stuff. Great metal, great punk, great hardcore, a lot of good stuff, as always, on this show. And you can find all these bands on Instagram, at Real Crow Mags, at The Sewer Rats, at We Are, uh, we are the Youth on Drugs. Sorry. Uh, the band is Youth on Drugs. I was having a hard time reading that out for some reason. We Are the Youth on Drugs. At Dare HC, at Hello Bleached, at Primitive Man Doom, at Chemicide underscore official, and the show is on Instagram at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? Well, I am on the Instagram, Scary Uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Uh, my band is also on Instagram as well, at Anonymous underscore Band Official. And also, it is on Facebook at Anonymous SLC. So if you want to check that out, give it a view, give it a like, or whatever. I'm sorry we don't have much music to show right now, but that's going to change by hopefully the end of the summer. Excellent. So, Looking forward to that. Yep. Yeah. And also, uh, keep uh, if you're into reading music reviews that I have on albums, uh, you can find that on uh, SaganSYouth.com. And you can... I've already got a couple up there. I got uh, had the Gate Creeper album go up, and also the latest from the Restarts went up as well. Awesome. Yeah, and also working on a new one as well, the latest from uh, Mob Mentality. Looking That's, forward to that uh, one too. Yep, I'm actually looking at the review right now. It's kind of at a. It's about two thirds of the way done. We'll say that. Awesome. <laughs> yep. So go and check that out and. Uh, 
Yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you can find all the bands on Facebook at Real Cro-Mags, at Sewer Rats, at We Are The Youth On Drugs, at DareHC, at 12 times over, and that's 12 spelled out, at Harrington Saints SF. Yes, go look up Harrington Saints, follow them. I know there won't be much to follow, but just in case they do something in the future, you'll want to know. Go listen to all their other music, especially Thousand Pounds of Void. It's a really great album. Uh, the other you. bands, at Hello Bleached, at Civ NYHC, at Primitive Man Doom, at Chemicide, and at SLC Punkcast. And you found us somewhere, but if you want to find us other places, you can listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, and slcpunkcast.com. That was it. That's everything. Eric, you got any final thoughts? Ah, uh, well, uh, kind of piggybacking off of what you were saying about the uh, about the bands breaking up. Yes, it is, uh, it is tragic for us. I'm sure it is, uh, in a way, tragic for, uh, for them as well. But it does, it does, it does pave the way for, uh, for new acts to come in. If they still, if the members still plan to uh, continue in music or put more effort into side projects, it's something to look forward to. So while one band is gone, even though they were an amazing band or even just a relatively good band that you like to listen to, there's, there's always more coming back out. Right. New bands yeah. and so, something's going to rise out of the ashes in a lot of cases. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll be better than the uh, original Phoenix. <laughs> there you go. Yep. But I doubt, in Harrington Saints' case, I doubt anything's going to be better than them. But <laughs> I know. It's who am I good. to say? It's really good. We'll just have to wait and see. Yes, we will. I do hope that. Uh, I do hope that they come back for. Uh, thinking, but who knows? Right. At least a show or two in the future, punk rock bowling, something like that. That would be sweet to to get to go see those guys. Yeah, they might go the uh, Cox Bar route, you know, just uh, be one of those uh, seminal festival festival bands. That's like that's the only place you can see them. So get your ticket, get your chance. Absolutely, and take advantage of it every time it comes up. Yep, absolutely. So, so yeah, that's what that's what's rolling through my head right now. Definitely going to listen to Thousand Pounds of Boy later. Excellent. Uh, well, yes, it's a good album. I'm looking forward to throwing it on uh, the old spinner there on the record player and listening to it as well. Thousand Pounds Boy, Harrington Saints. Love that band. That was episode 166. So until the next time, play the fucking outro. 